You're listening to Spring Forward, a series of podcasts from Ada and Worthing Councils. Take some time out and join me, Neil Pringle, as I discover some of our fascinating open spaces. These podcasts celebrate where we live and the simple joy of just being outside. Today, we're heading to one of Worthing's most popular parks. My favourite part is planting trees and knowing that um, I won't sit in its shade, but somebody 100 years down the line will do. And, yeah. and today, we'll hear from some of the volunteers working hard to preserve the original 1930s charm. The most satisfying thing is members of the public at Compass and actually say thank you for what you do. So I think it's like a little reservoir of loveliness. <laughs> Sorry. Hello and welcome to Marine Gardens in Worthing. Sort of green oasis just off the parade at the west end of the Worthing seafront, which is in front of me. I'm looking towards the sea now. It's a fresh morning, actually. It's a bit of a breeze getting up, but it's, it's rather pleasant, actually. And it, amazingly, because this is quite early in the morning, there's quite a lot of people already in the park using it as sort of walks and cut-throughs and that sort of thing. And um, this isn't just a park, this, this is a success story. Because two years ago, the Friends of Marine Gardens was set up and the group had been working with the council, making improvements to the place and making it even more special. And once again this year, all this hard work has been recognised with a Green Flag Award, which is the benchmark for a great park. Benchmark, yeah? Never mind. Okay. Well, today I'm finding out just what goes on in a park, what makes it so special. And we're going to start off meeting Anthony Reid, who is the Chief Park Ranger. Is that, I, I don't know if that's your... Do you have a, is that exactly your title? Uh, the title's Head Ranger. Head Hello. Ranger. I think Chief Park Ranger sounds better, actually. You need to change your, your title. Hello. Hello. Hi. You must be very proud of this place. I am, yeah. This is, um, this is one of our big success stories with our community groups. And the park here has drastically changed in the last two years since the group's been running. Is there a big idea behind this, getting more people involved? It's to get the community out into their parks and to sort of give the community ownership of their parks because we're, we're just guardians of them. They're not the councils, they're everybody's. And um, to get, make sure the parks have what the community wants in them and, and to be what the community um, wants out of the parks so they can come here and relax or play sport, do whatever they want to do. But it's, it's, it's down to the community, it's them that make the decisions. Before you were Chief Park Ranger, you were you were just a ranger. Uh, yeah. So how long have you been doing this this outdoorsy sort of stuff for yourself? I've been I've been doing this outdoorsy stuff uh, with the council since um, 2009. 2009. Yeah. So. I, I mean, I, I've never worked outside for a living, I, I, and therefore I find the whole idea of being out in all weathers uh, a little bit crazy actually but but I love it yeah, I, yeah. you look like yeah. you look like an before outdoor. I was a ranger I, I was um, doing engineering in factories machine uh, CNC engineering and in a factory from 7 in the morning till 7 in the evening and then started working outside and yeah never looked back it's um it's brilliant there's no such thing as bad weather it's just bad clothes as was said so um yeah we love it we, we get outdoors every day and um, work with great people in the community so yeah and we started this project 
um, with this group uh, two years ago, putting signs out, asking for local people just to volunteer to do some light maintenance work in the gardens and be taught some great gardening skills by our craft gardeners that we've got. And we had a, a huge response and a, and a group was formed. Yeah, so. that's, that's fantastic. I'm going to talk about the, the benefits of being outdoors with the friends who okay. obviously, obviously, but for you, working outdoors, you already said you love it. What, what's, what's special about getting outdoors every day? The fresh air, I mean, if you feel a bit run down or anything like that, you get out in the fresh air, you're going to feel better. Being out with nature as well, we see masses of wildlife. I've, um, I've learned so much in um, the time that I've been doing it with wildlife and things like that. You hear the birds in the morning, you, you see the squirrels, the, occasionally a hedgehog. And yeah, and my favourite part is planting trees and knowing that um, I won't sit in its shade, but somebody a hundred years down the line will do. And, yeah. Let me explain where we are. Basically, um, if you know this part of Worthing, you can probably picture this, but basically we get the sea and you get the beach, uh, then you get the parade and uh, the marine garden just the other side of the parade and uh, there's a, a, a lovely sort of iron sign over the, over the, 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 the top of the, uh, the entrance gates, uh, which you might have a look at in just a bit because I think it's just been painted. It's been painted? Yeah, it was, it was refurbished, I believe, just in the autumn. So things going on all, all the time here. Then there's a grass area. There's, there's one or two buildings in, in the park, and the other side of those buildings is uh, a bowling green. On one side of the bowling green is uh, a restaurant, the Marine Gardens uh, restaurant. We might get a cup of coffee in a bit. And on the other side is sort of some more formal gardens, which we'll have a look at in just a second. It's... It's a lovely space, actually. It's because it's got lots of little mm. sort of rooms in a way. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's quite a diverse part. There's, um, I mean, the, the green space at the front is for putting in the summer, and the rest of it with the bowling greens and the formal gardens. It's just a lovely place to walk around and and be with nature a bit and sit quietly when it's quiet. But it's quite often packed in here in the summer. Right. Well, let's have a little walk, um, and we'll meet Phil, Phil Jones, who's one of the the friends of the park here. Phil, hello. Good morning. Morning, morning. Come and come and walk with us, actually. And uh, Anthony will come along behind. I said it's a success story, but it only it's only a success because people wanted to get involved with their local park. That's very true. What, what about you? What's your story? How did you get hooked in? <laughs> yeah. Oh, in that case, of hooked in, it was volunteered in. Okay. So, uh, um, so I joined probably three months after the group was initially set up. And it's just nice to give a little bit back to the community. It's a purpose to get out of bed, give a little bit back, work with nice people. And the most satisfying thing is members of the public at Compass and actually say thank you for what you're doing. Well, you know, it's, it's not very often people actually go away and say thank you. And, and that happens on a regular basis, which is pretty rewarding. Let's just have a little walk through the more yep. for, formal bits. Now, I'm, I'm fascinated by people's stories as well. Are you still working or have you got time to do this a bit more? Or how does it fit into your life? No, I've managed to escape the, uh, the nine-to-five working life and retired. And uh, this is just a little bit way of um, giving a little bit back and uh, Great. enjoying life, quality what, of life. Which what did, what did you do? Important. Working in the uh, automotive industry, um, testing development of prototype vehicles for large OEM motor manufacturers 
and then more recently based in Worthing, um, working in the oil and gas industry. See, that's a surprise. I thought you were going to say, oh, I was a, I, I was a lumberjack or something, <laughs> something outdoorsy. So, so this is this is very different. Completely diversification outside your comfort zone. Some, doing something different outdoors. Doing different, something different. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No. Fantastic. This bit is, is this is fascinating. Now, this this is the more formal bit, isn't isn't it? Then. That yeah. This was all. Um, it was. A, I mean, all of the part was originally designed in the 1930s, uh, but the the formal part you can see here with the pergola and the raised beds, they were put in around 2009, 2008, 2009, something like that. And um, but the actual pond and everything else is all original design of the park so and it was all designed to be quite a symmetrical garden and if you have an aerial shot of the park the houses there and all the roads that come from it come out like rays of the sun so it's, it's all the whole area was designed as one sort of unit so it's um it's a very special park to all of the all of the streets that are around it and you're yeah. very lucky if you're one of the yeah. streets which overlook the park I and mean, mm. we're just looking on some houses just around the, the sort of the crescent mm. um, it's not a bad view it's not <laughs> a it's not a bad view yeah. I, and I, we recently just took down the hedge that was all around here it had um, got quite tall and in some places we took over six feet off to reveal the architecture of the the walls that are around the garden and um so, and that's obviously opened up the views even more for the because the these let me just have a quick look so uh, right at the risk of getting a bit muddy because the the grass here is a little bit damp presumably that's all original wall is it yeah to the park? it was all original wall there was an iron railing that went around the entire park um and in world war ii all the metalwork was taken away for the war effort and um it was never brought back here so they reduced some of the pillar heights down so so it wasn't obvious that there would have been a railing there and, and changed the park then for that. But other than that, it's it's all original since um, just after the war, yeah. Phil, let's have a look at your pond. I say your pond. Yeah, it's, it's our pond. pond. It's, it's a it's park. Everyone's, everyone's pond. pond. Yeah, let's absolutely. go. I think Phil's got right to say it's his. He feeds the fish the most, I think. <laughs> say don't they that ponds are really good for gardens anybody's garden so I suppose anybody's part really needs a pond doesn't it absolutely and you know this needs tending to as much as it as um, as the land does as well and a lot of the weed that we take out it goes onto the garden uh, which obviously rots down quite nicely as well perfect fertilizer there's many many fish in there are they pretty, really yes I was, I was looking in I was going to say, was going to say uh, are there any fish in there there's toads there's frogs there's two fairly decent sized koi carp in there and lots and lots of goldfish um, and then in the summertime, where the water lilies are out it's absolutely alive with dragonflies and various other uh, uh, species in here so it's, it's, it is lots of snails it's, it's a very well balanced uh, pond the shape if you don't know it it's a bit like a lollipop actually it's got a stick imagine the stick of a lollipop well that's a sort of like a trench of water which leads towards a circle at the top end which is where we are we're at the top of the lollipop now it's quite an interesting design isn't it it is an interesting design yeah and yeah. And, and again like the rest of the gardens very symmetrical with the rose beds either side and the gardens that go around it as well very symmetrical when i first arrived i had a look at the park and i sort of was cutting across this bit and I got to the, and I didn't realise the, there was the stick bit of the lollipop. Uh-huh. And I was at the bottom end of it and I thought, shall I jump over? 
There's been many people that do jump over there. There's been many people that have failed as well sometimes. <laughs> it's almost like a leap of faith, isn't it? it? Is, you yeah. Know, yeah, especially you... with the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, you've got to point out... If you can point out a fish to me, you win a prize. I might buy you a coffee <laughs> if, if we can find a fish. They'll be right underneath it. Right, you better get that coffee on there because you can see just underneath the water feature there, there's a goldfish just sticking his head out. Oh, on the yes. left hand side there. Oh, I can see In two. fact, there's a few of them there, so that's a. In yeah. fact, there's more on the right hand side as Why well. Why do, do they. Is that a nice little hidey hole for them? I, I guess it's probably a little bit warmer, it's a bit of protection as well. A lot of the lily pads have died back here, so you know, there's predators around for these fish as well. So um, it's. Uh, yeah, we, when we cleared weed out um, a year and a half ago, we took a lot of the weed out. And the fish were loving it, they had loads of space to swim in, and straight away a seagull came down and took one out. So that's why they'd be hiding under there now. Right, well that's very sensible. That's, uh, that's, that's, that's preservation. You're listening to a Spring Forward podcast with me, Neil Pringle. Spring Forward is an Ada and Worthing Council's campaign focusing on health and well-being. It celebrates getting outside, exploring your local area, and ways to improve your mood. And you can find out more inspiration and information on the Spring Forward section of the Ada and Worthing Council's website. Now, it's quite early in the morning here, and the, the, the restaurant will open up in, in, at nine o'clock. So I, I'll stand you both a cup of coffee because there are fish and we have spotted them. We'll do that in just a second. I have also spotted at this early hour, there is, and I suspect this is one, one of your number. Is this, it? This is, this is one of our number. Um, um, at the moment, we are on the lockdown and we are not formally meeting. However, you know, the same reason why I'm meeting you and there's another volunteer that's just walking towards us now. Um, and she's taken it on herself to uh, do some litter picking, which is a lovely thing. This, this is, is very fortuitous. Hello, Pam. Hello. Hello, how lovely to see you. We weren't scheduled to meet, were we? So <laughs> the, the, it's, it's not as if you're doing this just, just for my benefit. You, you, do you come out on a regular basis yes, and litter pit? Yes, I do. When we locked down in um, oh, I know, this one, January, <laughs> um, I WhatsApped Ben and said, please put a litter picker inside the shed gate so that next time I'm walking past, I can pick it up. So. The Twice litter picker week, being this orange this contraption. Orange, which is surprisingly effective, I have to say. It's really good. It's one of those pincer sort of things. You sort it of is, grip yes. it, and it, and, it right. and it picks it up so you don't have to yeah. touch unpleasant. So t- twice a week, once the weekend and midweek, depending on the weather, Wednesday or Thursday, my daily walk, which I'm doing religiously, is down to the seafront, and I take a very long way round the park and litter pick on my way round. And I do the the seafront side as well. What have you got? What's in the bag? Well, what's in the bag today are three bottles, coffee things, spoons and things from the cafe. Under benches is a good place to look. Yeah. And things get caught. But actually, twice a week I come, and I'm not the only one. Oh, and look, it's coming out the end. But not, not, not an appalling. About, no, you know. exactly. I just exactly. wonder how you feel about litter picking. I mean, do you actually think? Do you get cross every time? Oh, look at that! I, I don't know. I think I might do. Um, well, it depends what the litter is. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I get more upset. I have to say about dog mess. Yeah. Because there is some of that, and I don't pick that up, obviously, and with a litter picker. Yeah. No, that's not litter. <laughs> that's that's, that's, so, that's yeah, not, not your department. I don't that. do that. I mean, yeah. 
it's annoying yeah. particularly as there are so many bins around there is really no need and every time I come the council are empty in the bins they must come early in the mornings and we wave litter pickers at each other I love the way you're, you're <laughs> you, you, you gesticulating with your orange pole thing your litter picker it's, it's, yeah. it's great tell me I, I mean we've heard from Phil and, and Anthony as well about how how great it is to get outside what about for you I mean how important is this place for you oh really important I mean I love parks for a start so let's see let's go back a bit shall I last lockdown no lockdown one this was my daily walk every walk started here because I live 10 minutes up the road and this is my straight line down to the beach so I came through this park more often than I would normally do and then went off in different directions one of the times a bit later on I saw this was back in the summer that the um, friends were working and they'd sort of cordoned off a bit and there was a notice there saying if you'd like to join in speak to Anthony it was got his emails which I did and a bit later on I um, got involved and I don't know if you remember back in the summer there was uh, the storm that was the day that I met Anthony and Phil, and Phil gave me the job of sweeping that path over there, which was covered in pipe. I think it was a test, you know, if she can do this, if she'll stay out in the howling hooli in the pouring rain and do that, yeah, she can stay. Anyway, I did. Tell it, guys, is, in this, is that an initiation ceremony? <laughs> an she passed with flying colours, and uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, has it, been was, a, it was an awful day. And has been a fantastic <laughs> asset to us ever since. Yeah. So, uh, but the other thing that was that just before the first lockdown I'd been to the Worthing 030 conference and then of course everything had came to a halt and there was What's so that, many was things. 030 to well, explain it was, that? Uh, Anthony will know about this because he was there but it was to do with climate change and everything and Worthing held this amazing conference I have to tell you it was really good wasn't it Anthony it was fantastic and um and then you're kind of stuck there's nothing you know everything's sort of locked down they did just get in time i think it was march the second or third something like that so that was another little um nudge the other thing is i spend a i've spent a lot of time with grandsons in london parks i love parks i think they're a great great thing of course i wasn't doing any of that either <laughs> so yeah here they're i good am for the soul aren't they you know, I mean, oh, it, I think they're amazing. Of, especially, well, I mean, I st when I started this piece off, I said it's a green oasis, and you know, I'm, I mean, I know we have got the beach over there, which is a fantastic open space, yeah. but this is a different open space. It is. You're absolutely right, and it's because I think of the, I think it has that feeling of just being ours. You know, it belongs to us. It's our park. It's our. I mean, I know the beach is ours, but in a different kind of way. Yeah. I don't know. And I think it's, it, it's a testament to how people felt in the past as well. Because if you look at the history of London parks as well, they were, came together for the good of the people. And that's the same with this one. In fact, I think the park was here, because I've looked a lot into it since I've joined. The park was here before the houses, I think. I'm not sure about that, but well, anyway, of, yeah, I would it was definitely, definitely yeah, yes. you know, it was definitely at the same time, so people were thinking then. And the other lovely idea that I uh, got talked about at the Worthing um, Zero Thirty conference was uh, one of the speakers was talking about Worthing being like a garden city, but obviously a town, but, and I thought, 
Yeah, I love that idea. And I just think all of these things are linking up, you know, the little green spaces. And the other thing I think is you come down here and you see things you could do in your own garden as well. So I think it's like a little reservoir of loveliness. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, no, I love that. Sorry, uh, this is a reservoir of loveliness. And do you know what? What, 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 a, what a treat to, to bump in. Thank you very much indeed. I'm going to let you carry on with your list of picking. This place is so different. It's a nice, nice, nice makeover. Yeah. New lighting, um, new furniture. Just a shame it can't be used properly. It's uh, it's open for takeaways, obviously. Yeah. Um, but certainly not for uh, not for eating at the moment. Uh, Hello, Bear. How are you? Right. Very well, thank you yourself. Yeah, good. Very good, thank you. Can I have an americano, please? Yeah, is that with milk? Yeah, please. Yeah. And a uh, hot, if you've got. That'd yeah. be lovely. And a black Americano for me. Yeah. I'll have a latte, please. <laughs> Coffee's good. Yep. Yes, cheers. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of the things that, that strikes me, how many people are walking through this park, you know? Mm. It's a really well-used yeah. park, isn't it? It is, it yeah. Is it's used, um, yeah. Very good. It's... it's okay gateway to the beach as well um, but it's yeah so many of the streets the way it's designed converge into this park that it's longer to walk anywhere else anyway to get to the beach so you might as well just walk through the park and enjoy your walk yeah as you're going Anthony we started off talking about this initiative to get people involved with their local parks uh -huh. I mean I'm so impressed with with what's going on here you must be so delighted I that, am that, yeah that this scheme is, is yeah. going so well yeah we um at the same time as this one, we did a couple of other schemes, very similar, asking for volunteers. They've been successful, um, uh, Denton Gardens and um, places like that, but, but this one has been the particular success story. It really has shone, and it, it's purely down to the community. But, um, but, but I suppose what leads on from this is you'd like to hear from other people who were keen to do something with their green space. Definitely, yeah. If you live near a green space... Um, Get in touch with the council, email in at environmental services and um, and ask to be put to the rangers to help out with the green space yeah. that's local to you. Because part of what this podcast series is about is, is all about getting outside and, and making the most. Yeah. But by giving something back to this, you know, not only are you helping your own well-being, but you're, 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 you're helping everybody else as well. Exactly. So yeah. you, you've got to come up and take a bow here at this point, because, you know... I'll, you I'll take you on the team. It is very much, you know, it's a bit of a cliche, but it's a teamwork, um, both for volunteers and the council, but they've given us as well. So it's, it's a teamwork, it's for community, it's, it's local people passing, it's feedback. It is a community project, and which we started is off so talking important. about what you get out of it as well, but you must, you must get so much out of this. So, you know... You, last hour or so we've been walking around here um the number of people five six seven people have just said thanks and acknowledged us it's it's just been that community um facility which is what makes it so good yeah it's a kind of a win-win everybody quality of life which is, which is what we uh, as well um the elderly population can sit here enjoy the bowls in the summer or just enjoy the wildlife um as you can see, as we're here now you can hear a skateboarder there's little toddlers with their scooters there's mums with their babies. It's, it's brilliant. It's, um, it's a lovely park and the community really do appreciate what the group do.
thank you so much for joining me this has been a real eye-opener actually i think sometimes you can just take your local park for granted and just think well just take it for granted don't think about what goes on behind the scenes and it's it's lovely to see so much going on here so well done we've done a lot of planting come back in the summer when it's in full bloom and this is this is the dullest time it's ever going to be yeah um we've planted a lot of bulbs uh, it's going to be a lovely color down here so um come on down come, come on down again but thanks very much phil thanks anthony thank you You've been listening to a Spring Forward podcast brought to you by Ada and Worthing Councils. In other episodes, I try sea swimming, go beachcombing, take a walk along the banks of the River Ada and get a history lesson in Worthing Town Centre. So do check them out if you can. And for more ideas on how to look after your health and well-being, go to the Spring Forward section of the Council's website. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.